Spoiler alert! Get the latest news from the big and small screen with Mia. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Spoiler Alert with me, Mia V. This week, it's all about the Oscars. Since the awards ceremony took place on Sunday night at Union Station in Los Angeles, this year's event was the most diverse Oscars ever, with nine of the 20 acting nominees from ethnic minority backgrounds. Let's check out some of the biggest winners of the night. Best film went to Nomadland, also Best Director for Chloe Zhao and Best Actress for Frances McDormand. Welcome to Nomadland, where Frances McDormand is the queen of the understated performance. Her no-frills style, which she earned during her performance in Fargo, for which she won an Oscar, as well as three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, is perfect in the story of a recent widow who, through circumstance, leaves her traditional life behind and becomes a nomad, living in her van, traveling from place to place and coming to terms with the past that brought her to her current situation. The whole movie felt more like a documentary and had a feeling of endless loneliness mixed in with a sense of freedom. It's a visual poem that leaves you questioning the paradigm of normal life and wondering if you could actually give up that way of life which is based so squarely upon a traditional home and the technology and conveniences that we all take for granted. Cunning direction from Chloe Zhao, for which this is the first Oscar win, combines the stark contrast of wide open spaces and transposes it against Cramp living in small vans, where possessions and interactions with fellow travelers take on a whole new meaning. This is all topped off by haunting music provided by Ludovici Inaudi, who was sadly not one of the names nominated this year. It all makes this a beautiful film about the human spirit, and it's also important to note that Chloe Zhao is the first woman of color to win Best Director and only the second woman to ever win. That was Best Film Nomad Land. Now, the Best Actor Award went to Sir Anthony Hopkins. He won it for his role in The Father. It's a beautifully told and tragic look into the mind of an aging man portrayed by Hopkins. It's seen from his fractured point of view, and we go down the rabbit hole of dementia and gain a new appreciation of the mental and emotional plight of our elders suffering loss of mental acuity and memory. Olivia Coleman delivers a fine performance, but Anthony Hopkins is the true driving force behind this dramatic movie. On the night of the awards ceremony, Sir Anthony, who is 83, wasn't even in attendance. He was on vacation in Wales. That's how little he was expecting to win. Everyone thought that Chadwick Boseman would win posthumously for his role in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. The Best Actress went to Frances McDormand, as we mentioned, for her portrayal in No Man Land. The Best Supporting Actor was won by Daniel Kaluuya, and he was honored with this one for his acting in Judas and the Black Messiah. Even though you may think it's yet another picture about the struggle against racism, this movie deserves a place on anyone's watch list because it makes us question everything that we think we know about a group that was so radicalized and was brought down by pitting one black man against the other in the oldest trick in the book of divide and conquer. 
The performances of all the cast members were very well done, though. Like the trial of the Chicago 7, not one actor stood out above the others. The direction was also solid, but I think what made this a nominee for Best Picture was its subject matter, and rightfully so. The Best Supporting Actress Award went to Yu Jung Young for her role in Minari, and she is the first Korean performer to win an acting Oscar. It's a tender and sweeping story about what roots us. Minari follows a Korean-American family that moves to an Arkansas farm in search of their own American dream. The family home changes completely with the arrival of their sly, foul-mouthed, but incredibly loving grandmother, played by Yoo Jung-yeon. Amidst the instability and challenges of this new life in the rugged Ozarks, Minari shows the undeniable resilience of family and what really makes a home. It is exactly the movie we need right now. A story of how togetherness and the love for family can overcome any odds, no matter how insurmountable they are. Talking about some of the biggest winners from Sunday night's Oscars ceremony held in Los Angeles, here are a couple more. The best animation went to the Disney animated movie Soul, and it also won best original score. I recommended this one a couple of weeks ago, actually, at a time when we're all feeling a sense of acute disconnect due to being in lockdown while the pandemic rages across the globe, Disney Pixar Studios have come up with one of the most inspirational animated features to grace our screens since Up. Soul is not only incredibly well animated, with some of the most original mix of graphic styles to date, which reflect the locales where the story takes place, but the message is so timely that it makes you wonder about how the creators could have come up with something in the years that production took for it to hit our screens and our hearts at precisely the time when it's needed. The premise of the movie is that of a middle-aged music teacher who accidentally falls down a sinkhole and ends up in the great before, where he meets an unborn soul whom he mentors in order to get himself back to earth and his own body. As you would come to expect from a Disney feature, something goes wrong and the journey back is not as smooth or easy as it could be with mishaps and adventures along the way. The Best Screenplay Award was won by Emerald Fennell for her best screenplay of the movie Promising Young Woman, starring Casey Mulligan. You would recognize Fennell in an acting capacity for portraying the role of Camilla Parker Bowles in the latest season of The Crown, and her other writing credits include Killing Eve. Not since Francois Truffaut's 1968 classic The Bride Wore Black have we seen such an intelligent revenge thriller. In Promising Young Woman, Cassie, played brilliantly by Carrie Mulligan, is a woman that is set on revenge. As the plot develops, we learn more of her dark backstory even as many of the scenes she appears in seem candy-coated and cheery in stark contrast to the movie's tone. The story is balanced and veers away from the usual action-driven and violent revenge plots we often see, but also timely when viewed within the scope of the Me Too movement and the harrowing consequences of such acts on more than the primary victims, with a final plot twist that actually surprises a real fait accompli when it comes to modern-day cinema when we think we have seen it all. The best documentary was won by the South African movie My Octopus Teacher, which is an intimate story of a man finding solace in the ocean and befriending a curious sea creature. It's won the Oscar for Best Documentary 
documentary and it was directed by Pippa Ehrlich and James Reed. It follows filmmaker and diver Craig Foster as he explores an underwater kelp forest near Cape Town and Foster appears to bond with an octopus he encounters living in the area. The film has already won a string of festival and critics awards as well as taking both the BAFTA and Producers Guild Awards for Best Documentary, making it a firm favourite for the Oscar. It even has a 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, which is excellent. It had to defeat a strong lineup, however, including criminal justice system testimony Time, disability documentary Crip Camp, and Corruption Investigation Collective. Now, unfortunately, I have to wrap it up as we are out of time for this week, but next week I'll tell you more about some of the other films that were nominated for Oscars this year, so don't miss out on that. Have a great week, everyone. Till next time, stay safe, stay sane, and happy watching. That was Spoiler Alert with Mio.